0: Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Essence show and podcast. Today, we're talking about the concept, the tool, and the incredibly powerful mindset of what is known as the fertile void. The fertile void is part of the concept of cycle syncing. It is part of the concept of understanding your body, the womb wisdom, the phases of how nature moves and ebbs and flows. And most importantly, the fertile void is part of project creation. So as we talk about on this, on this channel, in this space, one of the reasons why we're focusing on the law of balance and the masculine and feminine energetics isn't just because they're incredibly powerful and important wisdoms to understand and know because they are part of who you are and the code for how you're meant to be showing up. But we're actually looking at them in order to use them for how you are meant to be working, for how you are meant to be creating success, because you have a very unique way of doing that. So the one-size-fits-all approach that we've been taught for how we need to show up and what's expected of us and the beliefs that go into that, they just don't fit everyone. It's a one-size-fits-few. that So in understanding your own energetic, inner energetic balance, you are actually reclaiming the Natural path for your own unique success. And in doing so, you actually want to understand what the creation process is meant to look like. And this is not a everyone needs to fit into this box. It is a general flow that when you understand it, you can start to see how things might be playing out in your own life and how you can start to harness this wisdom. So the fertile void is one element of not only this energetics in terms of the phases that you go through, but how you can use this for project creation that is what we're talking about in this episode today let's dive in welcome to essence the show and podcast essence is the intrinsic nature or indispensable quality of something especially something abstract which determines its character here we're diving deep into the essence of your energetics Unleashing your inner superpower of divine feminine energy and creating sustainable balance through the healed, healthy, and aligned action taking masculine energy. Get ready for vulnerable conversations, flow frameworks for aligned productivity and cyclical living inspiration for reclaiming your energetic balance. It's time to say goodbye to hustle scarcity culture and hello to pleasure, intuition, and flow. Pleasure is your purpose, and it's time to harness the universal law of balance, activate your energetic success code, and unleash your true epic and magnetic essence. I'm your host, Feminine Flow CEO, Time Freedom Lifestyle Curator, and fellow goal-getter, Olivia Heine. It's time to embody epic essence. Let's dive in. Before we get into the nitty gritty of this incredibly powerful concept and tool, make sure you hit that subscribe button below. If you are listening to the podcast version of The Essence Show, make sure you go and click that follow button so that you can get updated on every new episode that comes out every single Wednesday. Make sure you also go to the comment section or to the ratings and reviews on the podcast and leave a rating and review. Leave a comment for me on the YouTube channel. Let me know what resonated with you from this video. Let me know what you are taking from this and wisdom and how you're implementing it in your life. I say this every single time, but the more you interact with me on this channel, the better it is for, the own, for your own anchoring of this knowledge. It's going to be sinking in deeper for you when you are interacting and implementing this work right off the bat. So hit me up in the comments. Let me know what is going on for you in your life when you have implemented or just started to interact with this information and this wisdom. Make sure you also like this video, share this episode with someone that you love, someone who you know would appreciate it, someone who's maybe going through a fertile void phase in their life right now and they're struggling with it because truthfully, it can be a really hard phase to be in and we'll talk about that. Give them some love through this episode and spread the wisdom. Second, very important order of business the waitlist for the Energetic Success Studio is open. I know I've been a little bit of a tease about what is in the studio and exactly what you're getting, but that's the information that you get once you join the waitlist. If you click on the link below in the description, either on the YouTube channel or in the show notes, it will actually take you to the studio waitlist page. There's way more information over there. You can start to tune in to see if it's speaking to you, and then I really encourage and invite you to lean into your curiosity. Get on the waitlist because I send you an email right away that goes deep into all the need to knows get to knows things that you get to know because you've joined the waitlist ahead of time about the studio, when it's launching, what you're getting, some extra goodies and bonuses that you're getting for being on the wait list. And again, as always, there's no pressure. I'm not going to come and haunt you down at your door, but this is a really great way for you to start saying yes to yourself and start dipping your toes in the water of this work, seeing how it feels, seeing what's resonating with you. And start to interact and engage on a more serious level with this content. Because the more you show up in commitment here, the more you commit to what you're showing up in and for. So that means putting skin in the game, money in the game. You are showing up in commitment to yourself. And so this is no money is in the game at this point, but you get to kind of like play with the idea of that, see how that feels, try it on. Either way, click the link below and go and join me on the waitlist there and get some very exclusive details about what this studio is all about. Okay, it is time. Let's dive in to the concept, the tool, the wisdom of the fertile void. So let's first start with talking about what the fertile void actually is and where this concept comes from. The first time I ever heard this concept was in a book by Kate Northrup, um, who is Christine Northrup's daughter. If you don't know who those two people are, please go look them up. Um, Literally, Christy Northrup is such a thought leader in the whole um, energetic and physical embodiment of the feminine, understanding your body, understanding what's going on, so much information. Um, Actually, Dr. Christine Northrup, excuse me. So this was the first place that I ever heard this concept of the fertile void. And this was the first time that I was actually exposed to even understanding the fact that we are cyclical beings, that we live in cycles. And that there is this ebb and flow that we get to follow that is basically like a magical roadmap for us, especially coming from a life and belief system that says, you know, there's no, there's no roadmap. You kind of need to figure it out. There's no manual for how to do life, even though we all feel like there is, and we're all trying to show up in that way to then get something that's kind of like a manual. You're like, Oh, hold up a second. Like, I didn't know we got to have this. Is this, is this allowed? are we allowed to do this? And that's essentially what introduced me to cycle syncing and put me on this journey. And that was at the very beginning of my first business. So I wasn't even doing um, direct coaching work at that point. So basically what the fertile void is, is it is part of the cyclical living cycle. So when we think about cyclical living, basically there are four phases. We have the phases of the seasons, and this is how I like to describe them. We have spring, summer, fall, and winter. These are our four phases, and these phases repeat themselves throughout different cycles. Lots of other content on this specifically, so I'm not going to go into it in detail here. But essentially the fertile void is this idea that we have ebbs when we move through life and we have flows when we move through life and it's the same thing when we move through any kind of creation of a project Um, when we are really in the flow of things things are moving we're executing on ideas we're creating the actual thing so maybe you're creating a course or you're building a business or you are working really hard on a project at work you are in flow and we know what flow feels like right we sometimes don't always know how to tap into it which is another topic in and of itself but we know what that feeling is when we are motivated we're focused we're excited we're energized by what we're doing it feels easy to come back to the work we're excited to get up in the morning and put our you know dig our hands into the work that we're doing we're very easily accessing this part of ourselves that is in flow does that make sense So when we don't have that flow, we want the flow, right? It's like, where did the flow go? I want the flow back. And this is where the external and um, patriarchal world views and beliefs and narratives around work and success kind of block us from actually getting back into that flow because it creates an expectation that we always need to be in flow. So when we're not in flow and because flow feels so good, we then think, oh, how can I get back into flow? Not only do I want to be in flow because it feels good, but there's also this external pressure that if I'm not in flow, then somehow something is wrong with me. I'm being lazy. I'm not being productive enough. I'm not going after the things that I want, right? We're all very familiar with that as well. So what I want to invite you to... It's expand into is to come and zoom out with me, to come and take a bird's eye view of what is actually going on. And that comes down to the fact that we don't just have flow, we also have ebbs. And ebbs are equally as important as flows, even though they have not been framed as such by society and by the cycle of success that we're expected to, you know, be a part of. So what the ebb phase really is is the feminine energetic element of the creation process. So coming back to the four seasons, spring and summer are generally seen as masculine energetic focus seasons because we're planning, things are budding in the spring, and in summer we are executing. We're taking action, we're being seen, we're being active. Fall and winter then are viewed as feminine energetic seasons. We are tuning in, we're reflecting, we're harvesting, and then we are in this phase of winter where we're resting. It is deep rejuvenating and regenerating rest. This is also what is known as the phase of the fertile void. So when we look at this ebb phase, we can see it in so many different ways. But essentially what's happening is we are intentionally And simply because of where we're at energetically and what our bodies are guiding us towards, not in flow, right? We have this polarity. And the law of polarity is that polarity brings clarity. So we need to have one phase in order to bring us back into the other phase. the same way if we think about um, energetic states that we're in a high emotional feeling. So love, excitement, gratitude, joy, abundance, appreciation, prosperity, all of those feelings We can only really understand them and feel them to their fullest when we also have the lows, when we feel confused, when we feel despair, when we feel grief, when we feel sadness, when we feel anger, we need to be able to feel the spectrum of emotions. If we're just in the middle, we're going to not have the ebbs and flows, but we're also not going to have the full experience. I was actually watching something the other day. Um, I don't know what podcast it was on or what YouTube, but someone was explaining these highs and lows and saying, you know, it's like a heart monitor. If we're going really high and really low in the moment, maybe it feels like I'm out of control or something's not working. But if I'm straight, I'm flatlining, right? Then I'm not living anymore. And that's essentially the same thing here. I want you to think about, okay, yeah, the flows feel so good. The ends maybe feel really tough, but they're equally important. I need to have one in order to experience the other. And both of them balance each other out and they both give each other something that the other can then take for when you're in that phase. So let's talk about that. So the fertile void, and I mentioned this at the beginning, can be a tough phase to be in because if we're constantly taught that we need to be in a flow phase in order to feel good about ourselves, in order to feel worthy, in order to feel productive, then of course, not being in that phase, first and foremost, is going to feel really unsafe. We're going to feel like it means something about us, you're going to feel like it means something about your worth, your quality, your ability to get the work done and be productive. The second thing that happens then is when you really start to understand the power and the importance of being in the fertile void, we actually have to start doing some work of like, can I sit in this? can I sit in the discomfort of what this phase is? Because everything in my life has taught me that I shouldn't be in this phase. So let's start by talking about why this phase is so powerful. Just like the phase of winter, it is a phase of deep rest, deep hibernation, deep regeneration. But when we talk about it in the in the realm of creation and project creation, I want you to see it as a, a time when you're giving space for the new seeds to be planted. So essentially, I really love to use this metaphor when I talk about the fertile void. And that is, if you have a garden, you are in charge of the soil. And if you're constantly planting seeds every single phase, every single season of the year, and expecting them to grow, at one point, the soil is going to give out. The soil isn't going to have the nutrients or the strength or the energy to actually Bring this seed to fruition, to its full bloom, to actually taking the seed from this little seedling into a plant, into something that's flowering, and into something that you can then harvest at the end. From an outside perspective, in our own lives, we can say, well, why isn't the soil doing it better? (laughs) Like, why is the soil not better? Why is it not working faster? Why can't it regenerate faster, et cetera, et cetera? That is the judgment that we place on ourselves when we are feeling like we're unable to show up and flow then we want to look at what's actually happening with the soil because of course the soil doesn't have the energy and the nutrients because it's not getting the time to actually regenerate itself so the fertile void is really this phase of letting the soil aka letting yourself regenerate and when you actually give yourself and the soil metaphorically speaking space to pause to step back to regenerate then you are able to come back into what you're doing or with a new idea and have this fresh soil, have this ability to plant something massive. We're not just looking at one pot of soil that can plant one flower for you. You have an entire garden that you are intending on planting, right? This is your life. These are the dreams of your life, the goals of your life, the things that you are manifesting into your life right now. And so if there's the expectation of, My soil and my entire garden is always having to be at top notch, always on, always in flow, always ready to grow and produce. It's just not possible. And it's not that it's not possible in a limiting belief way, but you're actually able to be so much more expansive in your life and in the creations of what you're manifesting and bringing into your life when you lean into this this space. And this is what the fertile void is. It's giving yourself space to restart. Another great way to look at this, and I'm going to share an example from my own life here, is seeing a reset button as the fertile void. Because when I think back, and I was just in a very fertile void phase, I think about what that even just language-based says. It is a void, nothingness is there, we're not doing, we're not creating, we're not birthing, but it's an incredibly fertile place. Just like your womb space, there's a fertile void in your womb space and the womb space is metaphorically and energetically within the body, the space of creation, the space of birthing a project or a being into this world, right? And so for me, when I was in this phase, I'm going to be really honest and share with you that it's taken me a long time to get to a place where the fertile void actually feels safe because all I've ever known is do the work and make it happen. And then once you've gotten to the end, then you can take a moment and you can feel safe without having to grip so hard. So to let go of the grip of control of what it is that I'm wanting to create or step into before having created it or stepped into it is terrifying. And that has been a process and a belief that I've needed to shift and that I've been healing myself from in order to actually benefit and lean into my feminine energy and the downloads and the inspiration and the guidance that comes through to me when I'm in the fertile void. So the last couple of weeks, actually I've been in that fertile void up until maybe a week and a half ago. And I didn't post on social media. I wasn't uploading YouTube videos. I went on a complete hiatus. Of course, I was taking care of my clients and my people in the back end, but more than that, I gave myself space to just be. And the pressure that lifted and then the guidance and the inspiration that was able to come through is what has led me to creating the studio that you are putting your name on the wait list for right now. And it is what guided me to shifting um, things on the YouTube channel and expanding into a podcast and changing the name there are all of these things that have happened in the back end that wouldn't have happened if I just kept trying to do things exactly the same way that I've been doing them up until this point point. and that is the biggest shift the fertile void gives you a pause period to reassess how you're doing things and if that's really the most aligned way of doing things or if it's just the way that you've been doing it up until this point because you think that that is what you need to do. Being in the fertile void also reincorporates the ebb phase, so we can't always be in flow. We're not meant to always be in flow. It's not healthy for us to always be in flow, and it's not actually beneficial for you to always be in flow. The ebb phase brings you back into groundedness. It brings you back into your body. It brings you back into pause, and it brings you downloads, guidance, inspiration, and intuitive direction for where you're meant to go next. This is how you start incorporating the feminine energies into creation, into creating a project, into the way that you're working, the way that you're showing up. So I'm gonna leave you with that. Let me know in the comments below, how does this resonate with you? What does the fertile void mean for you? Does it feel a little bit uncertain and a little bit scary at this point? Because that's okay. Maybe you've been in the fertile void before. And just to mention one final little thing here, it's really powerful for you to just look at your life right now and what phase you're in. Are you in a flow phase in life in general or are you in an ebb phase? Because this has been a monumental, very tiny little mindset shift, but has had a massive impact on my life, but also on the lives of my clients. And I see the shift that happens energetically right away when it's a recognition of, oh yeah, I'm in an ebb phase. Why am I trying to push so hard for something that's just not timely right now in this moment, right? So let me know in the comments, share your thoughts with me, leave a rating, a review, like, and pass on this episode to someone that you love and know would appreciate it. And I'll see you back here next time and on the Energetic Success Studio Waitlist.